With that being said, they represent my family name. Welcome y'all. to 12 Streets. I'm back. Where transparency All work together is for the glory of the Lord. I am is your host. Amen. Welcome back to 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. I am your host, Victoria J, and welcome, welcome, welcome to season four of 12th Street Talk Back. That's right, guys, you heard me. It's season four over here at the little engine that could. Yes, 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 yes. I told you guys in season three when it began with the morning inspirations running back to back to back, Monday through Friday, as well as our regular scheduled shows. And then we added on Freedom Fridays with Miss Riri. We ended up about 48 episodes in. And I said, you know what? I got to start keeping tally. So I cut it short with the Nalia Kai interview. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for everybody that listened to the best selling U.S. Today and Essence Award winner, author Nalia Kai. Her story is amazing. I encourage you guys to go out and get her books. She's got six free books on Amazon. So head on over to Amazon and check out what she has in store for you guys. As well as, thank you, thank you, thank you for all the people that allowed me in my season three to grace their platform for whatever season they were in. So I'm going to go ahead and get my shots out before we get into this conversation of today. But shots out to Mr. Ken, a.k.a. Mr. Gentleman, one-fourth of the Premier Boys and Old School with Roddy Rod. Thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on to 12th Street Talk Back as well as featuring me on your show. Shots out to uh, Shakita Johnson. Miss Shakita had me on Chronicles of a Virgo and I thank you thank you thank you and as well she joined me on 12th Street Talk Back thank you Shakita for allowing me to grace your platform shouts out to conversation for with Ken folks who allowed me to interview them and last but not least shouts out to things about us the king and the queen over there for allowing me to be on their platform and share my story on their platform and they will be over here on 12 street i can't talk Shreve 12 street talk back in season four so I hope you guys look forward to that. We're going to have some amazing, amazing guests come over in season four, as well as we're going to take a little outings out in the community and see what we can do in this community to help our elderly, elderly generation, as well as our younger generation. So listen, guys, I want to get into that real, real quick before we get into the show. I had asked most of you guys that follow me um, if you guys would donate as little as 99 cent a month all the way up to 9.99. A few people did, and it was a very few. I can count on one hand of the people that did that. Those donations were supposed to go to our elderly community, to a home of our choosing to be able to give back to that community. And it really wasn't, I really should say, it really wasn't a nursing home, but rather independent living for the elder, anybody 60 and up. 
that were on a fixed income that was living alone or perhaps living with their spouse that needed a little extra. I had so many people say that they were going to help, but only hand few did. Thank you for the ones that did help us. Shout out to the two Moniques that donated. I appreciate you guys. Shout out to Takina for supporting the show as well. Shout out to Fatty who supported the show as well. And I think, oh, shout out to Davida. For supporting the show as well. But other than that. We didn't get a whole lot of donations. And as you guys know. You know my whole life story. We're on a one income household over here. So I'm not able to do it. Out of my own pocket. I really wish that I was able to do it. Out of my own pocket. But I'm not. So it looks like. We may have to put the brakes on. Giving back to our elderly community for Christmas this 2023. I have been promoting it, promoting, 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 and I just can't get any bites in the Carolinas. So if you are in the sound of my voice and God lays it on your heart to donate monthly as small as 99 cents, we're already at the end of May. So June is right around the corner. Six months, that's $6. That's $6 that can help us get some things to give to the elderly community, especially the ones that are diabetics and, you know, cancer patients. And, you know, they need a little extra. They need the socks. They need the little throw blankets. They need the the pajamas, a warm pair of pajamas. I had a mother that was a diabetic. She was constantly cold when she came out of being there doing what they do drawing her blood out and sucking it out and putting it back in and all that good stuff the things that they do uh when you are a diabetic and you have to go and have that stuff done so she was constantly cold and she was always wrapped up always had a nice thick pair of socks and some comfortable shoes and just drowsy and cold and even in the summertime just wrapped up in a jacket or a coat until they can get their bodies back to the temperature that it needs to be with that being said if god lays it on your heart to donate to our show as little as 99 cents a month we'll try to make it stretch but god always has a ram in a bush and i am faithful to the god that i serve so with that being said i was able to get out in the community this year just not in north carolina I've been telling you guys about my aunt, and she's very near and dear to me. She's one of my mentors, one of my counselors in Christ. Um, She had her own ministry where she went out into a community in Virginia, which is like an hour from me. And she was already donating food. So the little donations that I did get from the two Moniques and uh, the rest of you guys, I ended up taking that and giving it to her so that she could, you know, do something special for the people that she was donating stuff to. Because I didn't have a whole lot and I wasn't getting a whole lot of bites. The ram in the bush is I do have an organization that stepped up to the plate and said they would help us out in 2024. And it's a guarantee that it was a little bit too late for them to get started with 2023. But they will be taking up donations for 12th Street Talk Back for 2024. I'm still not giving up hope. That maybe God will lay it on someone's heart to do a couple of donations or a big donation. And we can just go out and shop for one community and pick one every year. I'm not giving up on it. I just got to get from behind this mic and start knocking on some doors. And that's what I said I was going to do in this community this summer for my younger people as well as my older people. So glory be to God. The doors are 
are opening is I'm just in a waiting season. And, you know, I always tell you guys, we got to let patience have her perfect words and stand on our faith. It was a little disappointing that I wasn't able to do what I said I wanted to do in 2023. But glory be to God, I did not put my mouth out there and actually choose a nursing home or a living facility and have those guys waiting. And then we had nothing. So I was kind of taking a look back, taking a step back and looking at how everything was going and I didn't really get a whole lot of bites. So I was glad that I didn't pick someone, tell them that that's what we were going to do for their community and didn't get get be able to pull through but next year we'll have it under wraps but you just never know i mean we serve an awesome god so hey you just never know sometimes you think it's gonna come one way and it comes a whole nother way so that's a little bit of information on that as well as guys we have a new youtube channel with my girl my co-host my bestie miss riri head on over to www.youtube.com slash street talk 12 if you haven't already go ahead and hit that subscribe button and share and rate the show We have been doing some amazing things over there. We chatted up everything, girls, from new wisdom to old wisdoms to our mother's wisdom to just, you know, whatever comes to mind. We don't script it. We just talk. And we've had some laughs. We've had some cries, happy tears. But we had some laughs and we had some cries over there. And it seems to be well recepted in the older community, especially women over 30 and 40. So if you're a woman that's in her prime and you still are festive like me and Miss Riri is and can't nothing get us down, join us on Freedom Fridays at 9 a.m. It premieres every Friday at 9 a.m. Miss Riri with her isms. And if you want to know what that is, you got to come over and check it out as well as her being a motivational speaker out in the Bronx school systems that is something that she did prior to her stroke and she tells her story about how she had a hemorrhagic stroke and was a survivor of that some of you guys might have caught that on our Spotify because Spotify now has it whereas it's audio and video so guys if you're new to the show and I know we have some newbies because I've seen a couple more countries pop up on my back dashboards shout out to all my newbies I hope you guys stick around whether you listen to one show or multiple shows i love it love it love it keep on coming in share it with your friends let's get this thing out there so that we can start pulling together as a community and help each other out it is so unfortunate that the only thing that gets light cast on it is all the bad stuff that goes on whether you're on social media or whether it's on the news everything that gets light and get the big light it's always stuff that has bad stuff wrapped around it it gets the glory but we're not gonna give it the glory over here we got god on our side even with the little bit of people that we have following us you know what god can take something small and make it into something big Who knew that I would be in 19 countries right now, and that doesn't even include the United States. So, hey, the God that I serve, he do big things. My God is a big God, and he does good things. So, guys, if you need anything from me all you have to do is head on over to spotify you can leave me a message if you like or you can just comment on the show over on spotify you can follow the show and you can rate the show and you can leave a comment i always do polls and questions after my show so feel free to leave me a message there and if you don't want to leave me a message there you can head on over to 12th street talks back youtube i mean not youtube yahoo email and it's street talk at myyahoo.com if you want to be a guest on the show so i think i got everything out of the way now one more thing we do have some new partners we partnered with better help this year they are our sponsors as well as 
Fateful Counseling. They are our sponsors too. The difference between the two, one of them is just regular therapy. The other one is Christian-based therapist and they do sponsor the show so thank you thank you thank you better help for sponsoring our podcast thank you thank you thank you faithful counseling for sponsoring our podcast and of course we can't leave out spotify by podcasters or spotify for podcasters they also jumped on board and they also sponsor our show too so this year we did get some sponsorship uh we can talk about that another time <laughs> at another time. But we did get some sponsorship. So I'm just grateful for the recognition right now. I wish it was bringing in a little bit of things that fold and a little bit of ching ching so I can go out there and get into my nonprofit. But everything takes time. And, you know. Which brings me to morning inspirations. Monday through Friday, I do a two minute prayer and I give you a little bit of word after that. You guys head on over and join us for morning inspirations Monday through Friday. And I, you know, I had someone, a couple people say, you know, your morning inspirations is running longer than two minutes. And I got to thinking about it and I tried to pull back and I tried to take them back to two minutes a day. And I just couldn't. When you're in the in the word and God has laid something on your heart and that is very near and dear to you, sometimes you may pray longer than two minutes. Sometimes you may pray to five minutes, which brings me to this. I decided to go ahead and take off the two minutes and I'm going to do 10 minutes a day. So for those of you that only can do two minutes, I still will be doing the prayer first. Prior, of course, to uh, one of the ad sponsorships. And for people in the podcasting world, you guys kind of know how that goes with the pre-rolls, the mid-rolls, and the post-rolls, and all that good stuff. But I decided to do 10 minutes. And the reason being is sometimes I just bend and came out of my praise and worship. Because I pray prior to come on and praying for morning inspirations sometimes the spirit might still be on me and I can't help it if it runs five minutes if it runs six minutes and sometimes up to eight and nine minutes especially with the ads so I'm going to go ahead and extend that to 10 minutes just to give myself that grace period but what I will be doing is I will be going back to 7 a.m. I did go to eight o'clock in the last month I'm not I hadn't been feeling too well so I've been up and down up and down and I have been um sleeping through my alarm you guys with the back pain it's just getting a little bit worse especially with the weather and the rain and all that good stuff so I can't wait for summer to just settle in and I can have some normal days but it will be back at 7 a.m on Spotify as well as on our YouTube channel we're going to go ahead and start putting it over there on our YouTube channel. So you guys support, support, support. I know us podcasters ask for a lot. We want you to go over to Apple. We want you to go to Amazon. We want you to go to Spotify. We want you to go to Good Pods so that we could remain on the top 100 charts, which I'm happy to say we've held down the number two spot in society and culture under relationships for the last couple months. So yay to us. But this whatever you choose. I'm just grateful if you listen on any platform. So if you choose not to follow us on YouTube, so be it. So be it. If you choose only to listen to Morning Inspirations, I'll take that too. I'm not greedy. I'll take whatever you can give me to support this show and support the little engine that could. So. With that being said, I think I took up 20 minutes of doing shout outs and telling you all the amazing new things that we're going to be doing in season four. It is going to be a wild ride. So you guys hang on, catch some of these isms over here, catch some of this grace and this mercy that God drops on us every single day just because he can't. 
So, and then, then you might pick up a little faith. You might be able to plant a seed. You might be able to be the waterer of a seed. And hey, you might meet some new podcasters and you might decide that you want to go on over and listen to some of their stuff. And, you know, I've, I've, I've met some amazing people since I started this journey. So, Everybody that I talk to or repost my stuff and I repost your stuff or you might download a show, it is greatly, greatly, greatly appreciated. So my topic for today that I wanted to jump into is called being true to you and never losing yourself. And it's specifically for the women. It's specifically for the women and not just the woman, but to my married women. So, as soon as we catch this quick commercial break from my sponsors, I'll be right back to tell you what I'm talking What's up, guys? It's your girl, Victoria J. from 12th Street Talk Back, where transparency is our love language. You guys know transparency is very important to me because I believe it's the key to communication, as well as bridging the gap in our community. Bridging the communication gap amongst our generation has been near and dear to my heart for a very long time. I've been working feverishly to spark the hard conversations in our community. As the world changes, people change, things change, and life experiences change us. Sometimes it can be hard to express yourself to the ones you love. We all suffered during the pandemic, some more than others. Emotions can be like a roller coaster. That's why I'm grateful to BetterHelp. Thank you, BetterHelp, for sponsoring this episode. BetterHelp is the world's largest therapy service, and it is 100% online. With BetterHelp, you can tap into a network of over 30,000 licensed and experienced therapists who can help you with a wide range of issues. To get started, you just answer a few questions about your needs and preferences in therapy. That way, BetterHelp can match you with the right therapist from their network. Then you can talk to your therapist however you feel comfortable, whether it's via text, chat, phone, or video call. With BetterHelp, you get the same professionalism and quality you expect from in-office therapy, but with a therapist who is custom-picked for you, more scheduling, flexibility, and at a more affordable price. Get 10% off your first month at BetterHelp.com slash 12th Street. That's BetterHelp.com slash 12th Street. I've also linked them below in the description. Let's bridge the communication gap together. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp. I received commissions for referral to BetterHelp. So ladies, I'm back. So listen guys, I've been struggling with something for the last eight years. And for most of you guys, you know that I have been married and we just celebrated our eight year anniversary this year. What I've been struggling with is the submissive part that we wives are supposed to be to our husbands. And I'll tell you why. I haven't quite been used to a dominant man being in my life. I've always been the breadwinner. I've always had um I guess you could say someone that I could run over top of. I didn't have a man, manly man, I guess I would say. 
I guess I would say manly man or someone that was confident in himself as a man. So the beginning of our relationship, as most of you know, I've told that story. It was a little rocky. I mean, I gave my husband a hard time. I I put up some resistance and he put up some fights and it was like playing tug of war between the both of us. And we settled on just loving each other for who we are and what we bring to the table. But as I've been walking with Christ and getting deeper and deeper in my word, and deeper and deeper in my walk, in my faith, I'm learning that I didn't do quite such a good job in my prior marriage. And I was on a rocket, rocky road with this one, with the hard head and the stubbornness and just not liking that word, not liking that word submissive at all. And a lot of my friends a lot of my feet, I wouldn't even say friends, a lot of female people that I know and sometimes just listen to that I don't know. We all seem to be struggling with the same thing. We all seem to be struggling with that word submissive, especially us Christian women that really want to serve God with all of our heart. It can be a little bit tough if you and your mate are not on the same page or some would say equally yoked. So I thought that this would be a good topic simply because in the last couple of months, I've been hearing it a lot. I've been seeing it a lot and my circle has changed. My circle is now women that love God and want to do right in walking in this world and in and, and, and their walk with God. They, they want to do everything that they can do, like me, um, to make sure that any areas that we can clean up, because none of us are perfect. None of us will ever be perfect. Let's just put that on out there. None of us will ever be perfect, but we do want to make sure we're doing right by our men. And like I said, I gave my husband a hard time. But as I got into Ephesians, chapter 5 verse 22 through 32 and then went on over to first peter chapter 3 and read on into that then headed on over to first timothy and read in that all of it talks about the submissive wife and how we're supposed to submit to our husbands and as i got to reading it i got to digging i was trying to figure out where i could find something That says, I don't have to be submissive to him if he's out of the will of God, if he's if he's not a believer. And I couldn't find it anywhere. And I tried. I even looked up Christian dictionaries. I looked up the word submit. I looked up the word subject, which basically is the same thing. And and, and even with, well, I wouldn't say the same thing. Let me take that back for all you scholars out there. (laughs) But I will say that it it did say it's where a woman voluntarily subjects herself gives herself, subjects herself to her husband. And I prayed on it and I kept praying on it. And for most of you guys know, I told you guys I was going to take a week or two off so that I could spend some more time with our Heavenly Father in my journey. That's very important to me to get my word in on a daily basis. I don't care if it's a paragraph or a chapter or two or a whole section. That's very important to me to get that food down in my system that daily bread down in my system so that I can continue to grow in this thing that I have going on in my life and I'll tell you guys if you if you watch my YouTube channel I told you guys about the experience I had at going to my home church or if you watch it on Spotify I still feel that way I still feel Like there's a little person inside of me beating on my chest, wanting to get out and say, let me talk, let me talk, let me talk, let me talk about the love of Jesus. That's my happy place. That is my happy place. I am so happy to be here. 
because I was not always here. You guys know about that story. I'm not going to keep rehashing it. it. We talked about it all season three on my platform or somebody else's platform. And I'm putting old things behind me. It's great to bring awareness to some things, but in order to get past the old, sometimes you just got to stop thinking about it. And then when you ask God for forgiveness, he throws it into the sea of forgiveness. So the only one that brings it back up is us. But as a learning tool, I don't mind sharing it, but to keep rehashing it, I just don't want to do that. But that was one of Victoria's Closet Rats back to the regular schedule program. (laughs) But. I was having an issue with that word because we let's be real guys. I mean, I don't care how many um, Christian marriages, people, Christian people that you meet and they seem so nice and wholesome and friendly in church. And it's, Hey, how you doing? Praise the Lord. Yes, yeah, sister. Yeah, brother, blah, 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 blah. When you live together for a long period of time, And you guys start to get to know each other and you start taking down all the facades and all the fakeness, what you was doing when you tried to get her fellas, what we were doing when we were trying to hook y'all fellas. It, 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 you become yourself. You become yourself. You're walking around. Y'all brushing y'all teeth together in the bathroom. Hey, I'm not even going to lie. I didn't walk in the bathroom to pick something up while my husband was doing the number two. I mean, you get comfortable with your mate and every day it's not gonna be a good day you're gonna have spats you're gonna have arguments and just because you have the big c word behind your name i'm 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 sister johnston i'm a christian and you know same thing for ministers or bishops or whatever we do all still have flesh And we've carried that flesh around with us for so many years. We, we, you know, we did things in the flesh. Even Paul said before God turned him, he was Saul before. He was Saul. He was running around terrorizing the children and the men and women in the churches and throwing them in jail and killing people, persecuting God's people until God stopped him in his tracks. And made him see things differently. And once he got himself together, he had a new name, which was Paul. And he went around preaching the gospel to anybody that would listen. And people was looking at him with the side eye. Like, not the same man that was throwing people in jail. But he said in his word that the things that I want to do, I do not. But the things that I don't want to do, I do. Which means we all fight against temptation. We all fight against uh, our flesh. We all fight against that spirit of wickedness. So we do argue as Christians. And we've had our tiffs. Most of you guys, told I told you guys that my husband is a very quiet man. Yes, he is a very quiet man. But he's a very dominant man. And some would say a teeny, teeny bit of arrogance. And I would be that some. So sometimes I feel like with him being so masculine and so dominant and putting his foot down in certain areas. My biggest fear is losing my identity. Losing who I am just to conform to be that woman of God that God has called me to be and to be that husband. Because in the word, it says that the wife is supposed to be the wise counsel of the husband and have his back. But it also says that the husband is supposed to cherish the wife and nourish her and pour into her by watering of the word so that she could be without spot or blemish and holy and righteous. So... I guess what I'm getting at is in the conversations that I've heard, in the conversations in my mind and the things that I see from my significant others, all the time, I don't want to be submissive. Sometimes I get in my feelings and I want to be argumentative, which the Bible says we're not supposed to anyway. We're not supposed to try to prove our point as wise as, and, and walking righteously. We're supposed to give our opinion. 
We're not supposed to scour down, be mink, or be enslaved. We're supposed to still be able to speak our opinion. Because remember, it says the wife is wise counseling of the husband. But she has his back in all things in the household as well as with the children. With that being said, some people take it out of character. You know, me and my husband, we've had those conversations in the beginning where he would tell me, you need to, you're supposed to submit to me in all things that we do. Now, with that being said, with that being said, me submitting to him in all things that I do, I don't want to lose my identity. I don't want to lose the person that I am. I will back down when it comes to the affairs and the matters of the heart and the matters of the household. But what I don't want to do is I don't want to lose my identity. I don't want to lose who I am trying to get caught up and being who he needs me to be because we're Christians. And I think sometimes that can be a misconception I think that sometimes it can be a big misconception between mates because I've heard some men and even my husband say it, whether I'm right or wrong, God is going to chastise me if I'm telling you or teaching you anything that differs from that Bible. And it does say that. It does say that in 1 Peter chapter 3, that we're still supposed to submit ourselves unto them even if they're not following the word. But you can look at it so many different ways. And that's how I'm looking at it. I'm looking at it as, again, I don't want to lose my identity. I don't want to lose my flair, my pizzazz. But I'm not going to be disrespectful. And I know that my husband knows that. I'm going to dress accordingly. I'm not going to be out there showing off anything that I've given to him. As my husband, that's not what I'm going to do. And I'm not going to be combative. I used to be combative. It got me nowhere. So on this new journey with Christ and just checking myself, just checking myself and, and reading Proverbs, it'll, it, it gives you wisdom, understanding and all that good stuff. Just checking myself and trying to be a better person, trying to be, I was always, I think I was always a good person. But I'm just trying to be a better person. I'm I'm trying to be that person that, you know, if somebody cut me off, I ain't flipping the bird and cussing or calling God out of his name. I think that's the person that I'm trying to get to. But at, at the end of the day, we all fall short. I still get angry. I still might slip up and say a cuss word, but I'm quick to repent. But that's just my deal. But I think with the group of women and some of the women that I've been talking to, they kind of got it a little bit mixed up. And I wanted to just, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to say clear the air because I'm in nobody's household and I definitely don't want to be the cause of any arguments. Victoria J said this or Victoria J said that. But I don't think when God asked us to submit into our husband's, it made us lose our identity. It made us lose our character. And also, as women, I feel like, and I had this conversation with a couple of people, that their husbands wanted them to shut their self off. Not be around people. Not do certain things. And I don't think that was the requirement. And although the Bible does not speak of that, I'm pretty sure when the, in the biblical days, women were conversing with each other. Now, what I don't approve of is you having a gang of women constantly chit-chatting in your ear. I don't approve of that because, hey, I'm a, I'm a limited, living witness that that does not work. And I've said that before. The one thing that I did learn in my prior marriage was you keep your family out your business and you keep his family out your business. And whatever problems you go through, they stay in the household between you, you, you two. 
Because when you start going telling people he did this or she did that or she said this, he said that, they start feeling some type of way about your significant other. And then when y'all get back together and y'all happy-go-lucky, the family members look still looking at him or her crazy and giving you the side eye too. But I do think we should still have that one girlfriend. And I'll tell you why. My mom was my best friend. My mom and my friend in New York and I had another girlfriend. I didn't know the I didn't know what I know now, let's just say that. And there was things I could say to my mom that I can't I wouldn't share with my friend now of, of 30 years. Some things she just don't need to know. Some things you have to take to your grave with you. I mean, that's just, that's just true. Do I love her? Dearly, yes, I give her a kidney, I give her a liver if she needed one. But there's certain things that you would say to your mom that you wouldn't say to to your bestie. I don't know, it's that thing called blood running through your veins and some people would differ with me. Some people would say, well, family be the first one to stab you. I know that too, trust and believe me, I know that too. But I still think there's certain things that women... We, we can, we identify with, we identify, you know, I'm, uh, I'm a lady of older age. I'm 51. We identify with postmenopause, premenopause, menopausal, emotions being up and down, being pregnant. Um, we nurture the kids more. Heck, we nurture our husbands. We're more, excuse me, warriors than our husbands are even even as Christians and ladies you know we want to act real cute in our Sunday dresses and our top hats and all that stuff but we know that deep down in some of our households our kids be falling out of the wheel and doing crazy stuff especially our Christian kids we we didn't heard it all about us being the worst and we do the most and we be do we be the very ones out there doing stuff and 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 our parents be looking at the other parents uh that's not in 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 church so i definitely have heard that the most but we also can be judgmental as well and ladies i just kind of wanted to jump on because I, god gave me that revelation of not losing my identity, but also submitting to my husband and making sure that I have his back and everything that we do. And and it was right on time at our eight-year anniversary. I didn't know what I was going to be meditating on, but I just asked God to lead me. And I got a little bit of revelation, but I also, I still, I'm content with it. But I still kind of feel a way about not losing my identity and also being able to use my voice. And I guess what I'm basically saying that some men take that submissive word to an extreme. And they think it's uh, a good old time for you to beat on your chest, be that manly man, do as I say, don't do as I do type deal. And what I got from that whole word in every book that God led me to, every chapter, every sentence, because I broke the sentences and the words down. What I got from that is he just wants you to love each other. He wants a man and a wife to love each other and treat each other with respect. And ultimately, because we look at our man, men as protectors, why can you not look at him as a leader in your household, especially if he puts God above him, if he puts God first? It's God, your husband, you, and then the kids. And that's the revelation I got. And I didn't want to tackle it or I guess you would say call anybody particularly out but God just laid it on my heart because I've heard so many conversations. I've seen so many women trying to walk this thing. And they all but 
look depressed or feel depressed. And that's not how you're supposed to feel. That's how your that your mate should not be making you feel like that. And if that's that's the case, maybe you need to take a look and reevaluate some things that's going on. I I'm, I by no means am I a counselor. I'm not a minister. I'm not an evangelist. But from what I got from it, and you take a look at it yourself. My new thing. And it should have been always my thing is do your own investigation. Go on over to Ephesians chapter five. Go on over to first Peter and first Timothy and read on for yourself. And it might be second Timothy. See, <clears throat> I've been absorbing so much, but it may be. But if all else fails, you can Google it and, and, and just say, where does it say in the Bible A woman is supposed to submit to her husband. You know, everything's on Google now. But it did say that with a woman, when when she opens her mouth, she's supposed to open her mouth with wisdom. And on her tongue is the law of kindness. And she watches over everything in her household. And she does not eat the bread of idleness. Her children rise up and call her blessed. And her husband also. And he praises her. If your husband is not praising you. And not allowing you to have a voice. It doesn't mean. He has to take your advice. But at least have a voice. It matters that go on in your household. For me. For me. That would be a problem. And also, just like he said in Ephesians where a husband, and I'm going to flip to it real quick. I'm going to flip to it real quick where he says, Wives, submit to your husbands as the Lord. For the husband is the head of the wife. Also, Christ is the head of church. And then I'm going to skip on over because I don't want to read everything to you. Husbands, love your wife just as Christ also loves the church and gave himself for her that he might sanctify and cleanse her with the washing of water by the word that he might present to her himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or anything, but she should be holy and without blemish. So husbands have to love their wives. As their own bodies. And he who loves his wife loves himself. And I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. And. For the sake of. Saying it. And I hope. That the people that I've had conversations with. Are listening to this episode. You do get a voice. And you shouldn't be walking around your home feeling miserable or feeling like you got to leave for hours at a time. Because you're not getting the mutual respect and love that you're supposed to be getting. That word submit is just that love. And and my bishop said it best last, last May he, at the end of service. And I just loved it. I don't think everybody caught it, but I loved it. He said, you know what, fellas, if you love your wives like you love yourself, you would not have a problem with her submitting herself unto you. Because by nature, women are nurturers anyway. They love being treated well. They love being treated well. They love being loved on. So if you love her like you love yourself, you wouldn't even have to worry about A, the word submissive, or B, her loving you back or doing anything to disrespect you. Now, wait a minute, fellas. I know what you're going to say. We are living in a world with a whole different breed of women. I get it. But primarily, primarily I'm talking to my Christian wives. If you're feeling some type of way, maybe, just maybe, y'all should have that conversation. Have Rethink it. And I know it can be a big old sore spot, the big S, because it was a big old sore spot for me (laughs) 
for me for a very long time. And then I found out my husband's my husband was right when he told me uh, I was supposed to submit to him whether he was right or wrong. I kind of got I was kind of feeling a way about that. And that's what first Peter chapter three says. Wives, likewise, be submissive to your own husbands that even if some do not obey the word. They, without a word, may be worn by the by wait may be won by the conduct of their wives when they observe your chastised conduct accompanied by fear. Do not let your adornment be merely outward, arranging the hair, wearing gold, or putting on fine apparel. Rather, let it be hidden, person of the heart, with the incorruptible beauty of a gentle and a quiet spirit which is very precious in the sight of God so both parties need to put in work so I don't fear like I used to fear the word submissive at the end of the day but I will say I don't want to be taken advantage of because I am trying to be the wife that my husband wants me to be as well as someone else may be in that situation so it was just a little food for thought to kick off our season four episode one i hope you guys enjoyed it i hope it gives you something to think about and maybe a conversation piece in the right circle Because we certainly don't want to make anybody mad. I have to tell you, my husband ain't got the strongest patience. So seven years ago, when we were having this conversation, it wasn't conversations. It was a bunch of getting mad at each other and him shutting all the way down and being quiet for two or three days in the living room. And then I shut all the way down and being quiet somewhere in the bedroom and not speaking for three or four days over this one little conversation. And then we look at each other and ask each other, what was we mad about in the first place? And it was mainly me because I was going around talking about things that I didn't know anything about and I found that out about myself as well I was saying things that I heard my mother say my grandmother say and other Christians say and until I started reading it for myself I was just saying stuff just saying stuff and ultimately that was not my job to do that ultimately it was for me to do the investigation and not just be putting things out there in the air because we heard our grandparents or our great-grandparents say it with that i'm gonna bid you guys peace and love for the day enjoy enjoy your day we'll see you right back here on wednesday we're doing three shows a week now especially with the sponsorship so you guys will be hearing for us and it may not be 30 minutes it may not be an hour it may just be 20 minutes whatever god lays on my heart and definitely monday through friday for morning inspirations as well as freedom fridays here same time same channel if it be in god's will peace and blessings to you